Adventure Podcast. I'm your host, Diggity Diggity DJ Nettie P, and I'm here with uh, Russell T. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? That's great. I love to hear it. Are you not leaning into DJ Russ T? Uh, I will refuse to lead, uh, lean into that as long as I live or as long <laughs> as we do this podcast. I, I'm Russell oh. Tyndall. You can find me on Instagram at, I don't know, Probably Russell Tyndall. I think it is. I think it is just at Russell Tyndall, like one word. There might be an underscore. Who cares? You know, like, well, but plug, for you, for those of you who don't know out there, Russell does hate. We, we learned very early on in our friendship that oh, yeah. he hates the name Rusty. Um, it's and just, it wasn't. Reminds me of corrosion. It's gross. Unless you <laughs> are named Rusty, just... then I'm totally cool with it. You know, like, I get it. Why would you not? You know, Rusty's a great name, but not yeah. for me. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Rusty. Is that always a nickname for Russell, or is it just is are I don't people, know, some dude. people like, actually named Rusty? What about the NASCAR driver? Was he Rusty R- Rusty Wallace? I want to say was he named Rusty? I don't probably know. not. Yeah. Probably Anyways, not. I don't think it matters. As but, a NASCAR driver, or Na- NASCAR driver, I you think it'd be yeah. like all of them have some sort of like funny nickname? <laughs> I bet you know. Well, welcome to the Adventure Time podcast. That this is certainly. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Ghost Princess, mm-hmm. which is season three, episode twenty-four. Uh, a pretty good, dang good episode, if you ask me. Yeah, it kind of picks up some energy from the last two weeks. I know, just we, we weren't really a huge fan of Another Way. You know, like it, yeah. it, it just missed some sort of marker with like Adventure Timeism, I guess. And this yeah. one, I feel like, kind of brings it back. We're building the world. We're building the canon. Finn and Jake seem like in their element, which is good, you know. They do. This is a fun episode of just an adventure with Ghost Princess, finding out about Ghost, finding out about Ghost Princess and how she can kind of find salvation in a sense. Not really salvation, I suppose. That's not the right term, but pass on to the next phase of her afterlife, which is the 50th Dead World. Yeah, I love that we reference, again, 50th Dead World. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, it's weird because we kind of get some some rules for certain ghosts. I don't know if you die if everybody becomes a ghost or if only certain people become ghosts for some reason or another. Um, it's interesting to compare and contrast the different like different opinions. And, and of course, I'm new to the Adventure Time, but we've been past the phase where Jake... Um, where was it? What episode was that? That was The New Frontier... Uh, we covered that on NEA number 74. When I die, my individual earth consciousness is going to go all over everywhere while glob tallies my deeds. But here we see it's until I discover the cause of my death, like ghosts are stuck on the mortal, like to haunt the mortal plane until they discover why they died. And then they can move on to essentially heaven is what I imagine the 50th dead world is the last of the yeah. dead worlds. There's in, in the HBO um, specials, uh, Distant Lands, um, in the one, I'm not trying not to spoil these, but there's so many good references and kind of like loose ends tied up in that, um, that Finn, and, like in a series of events, Finn gets a glimpse into the 50th dead world. Um, and the really cool thing, the reference here that is, canonical and we'll actually go into some factoids about what's not canonical um is that when in that episode when finn goes and and gets the glimpse of the 50th dead world that clarence and warrior princess aka ghost princess are actually still there in like a meditative state oh wow um which is really cool i like that i like that they really bring that one full circle when when you're in the dead worlds is the lower the number it is the more like hell it becomes yeah i can't I think they might actually switch it up. Um, okay. When they actually do the distant land special, if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly, like the 50th Dead World is the bad one. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm like now. Nah, it can't in, be the gosh. bad one. Why would they be going to that one? Yeah, that's well, and I know that you can do. There's a way to like move within the dead worlds based on your deeds. Um, yeah. Within like each of the dead worlds and stuff like that. And I don't think all of them are necessarily supposed to be 
like hellish, even like the middle ones okay. and stuff like that. Interesting. Well, it certainly seems like a works based uh, system. Yeah, it's, it's definitely from Jake's um, from Jake's analysis of it. Uh, but there's a, there's a lot more of kind of like um, there's not one answer to anything because like now we see that there is ghosts. We do know about the dead worlds. We'll learn more about reincarnation. So they kind of just take a lot of this afterlife after afterlife premises and yeah, philosophy. They say that a, you know okay. all, all rules kind of work in Adventure Time. Interesting. So so Jake's not technically wrong when he's talking about Glob telling his deeds. Uh, and also ghost princess is not like breaking any rules of adventure time by having to discover how she died in order to move on to the 50th dead world. Yeah. I think they, they, they kind of open up so many doors with that world that everything can still stay canonical without being like contradictive. Interesting. Okay. Well, that'll be interesting to dive deeper into. And, and maybe next time we come across death, we'll have uh, a little bit more researched out dead world system yes we do um, have some more death episodes coming for sure okay. where we're back we're back in um what was it? it that wasn't a dead world i guess all of the little skeleton bones outside of death's castle was not technically the dead world oh no um, okay. i think it was more of like a interestingly like purgatory type thing hmm. um yeah well, I can't do any research on this. No, maybe next time <laughs> do some research on that. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's it's hard to have. Like, I know that this is what our fans even want us to have, like deeper conversations. Yeah. And they're like, what about season seven when this happens? I was like, oh, I can't really yeah. do too much like jumping around. No, so. but but maybe dive dive into uh, an explanation of kind of how the dead worlds things. I, I, I'm just curious to know. I don't think it'll spoil anything to for me who's never seen the show before. Yeah, I think um, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe we'll that. do um a a full spoiler how the dead worlds work on our next like death episode. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, sweet. Well, regardless, Ned, uh hopefully neither one of us have died from or will die. We have you had a croak dream yet? I haven't yet. No no croak dreams okay. for me. I did have deja vu today, which felt very oh, croak okay. dreamy. Well, if you do and it has soft cheese involved then we'll know that maybe this episode influenced that a little bit. The softy cheese. How, how much softy cheesy for your DZ? Softy cheesy for the DZ. Again, that was, I'd say, one of my favorite parts of this episode is, I don't know if they just realized it, but you know, every other Adventure Time episode, we've had like funny little like finisms, like mathematical and the classic yeah. ones. This one just like fully leans into that skid. We got, oh, yeah. I got a list of my favorites from this episode in, in no specific order. It's Moided, Donkus, Dingus, Dungus, Soft Cheesy for Your Deezy, Ghosty Peas, Myrtler, Ne'er Dwellers, The Biz is Gonna Get Redonk, Sweetles, and Some Donkus Skabopped Ghost Princess. Yeah, which is actually, that that might be my tops, honestly. Some Donkus Skabopped. Yeah, that is so good. Um, it's either that or it's, uh, Boyle B, which is the ghost to Ghost Princess, saying, uh, I see, I, like, he's like talking about, like, I see you around here, like, haunting everybody. What is it, hunting at all hours? Because you yeah. can't deal with your issues. <laughs> because you can't deal with <laughs> the just, issues. That made me laugh, man. Every time I watched this episode back for this podcast, I was just like, that. It always caught me off guard. That was, that was great. I don't think Boyle B's all too great, though he does say fool. And, and whenever I hear someone just randomly say, like, or actually no that was sorry that was finn saying yo yo wake up fool like trying to yeah. get him up you think about mr t uh no i was thinking of weird al's amish paradise um where he's oh, like <laughs> i don't i never wear buns but i got a cool hat on my homies degree i really look good in black fool always <laughs> just as a kid that just got me so that was it that's I, i'd say Maybe behind the Teen Spirit video, the Amish Paradise video is a classic. Oh, yeah. classic. Oh, yeah. The Teen Spirit one's good too. The marbles in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too <laughs> good. Too good. But Anyways. I thought you were going to tell me that uh, Boydleby or whatever his name is, Beetle, Beetle Boy Boydleby, reminded you of Mr. T. No, no. Thank goodness not. And yeah, in fact, it was Finn that said that. But uh, I did look up, I was curious when I'm looking, we're talking about softy, cheesy for your DZ. 
uh, what DZ means on Urban Dictionary. Oh, what is? Yeah, I got a couple of definitions in this episode too, which I'm excited to go into. So give me yours first, and I'll give you yeah. my definition. Well, so Urban Dictionary first says it's a combination of dope and easy, DZ. Um, but then, you know, they use it later also to reference dying in the episode, which was interesting, but I scrolled further down, which you should probably never do on Urban Dictionary or just go on it at all. <laughs> the deep cuts. Um, and one of them was the act of taking a steamy dump after waking up in a park when drunk on your birthday. <laughs> that's a DZ. I love that. And that's called taking a DZ? That's a DZ, yeah. Oh, that's a uh, DZ. That's the worst. That is, the, I, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> Happens every year, that. man. <laughs> Wake up drunk I'm in a park. Of myself. <laughs> well, my fun definition, because it caught me on my second watch through on this episode, the ne'er do wellers come rolling over the hill and they're like, What are you fops doing with our grave? And I was like, That sounds oddly derogatory. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked up fop because, or fops, plural. Um, because it was like, is that a reference to the oh, brother where art thou when he the, the hair gel is called fop? Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that the same thing? And yeah, it's actually a 17th, 18th century term for like a man. Actually, I have um I have the true definition right here. Um where are my factoids? Um, it is give me a second. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't find the the exact definition, but it's basically kind of, oh, a man who is devoted to or vain about his appearance or dress. Um, So I think it's kind of uh, a different F word than today's F word, but kind of basically saying he's a dandy, he's a sissy man, Mm. something like that, you know? Well, Clarence Um, saves them in the greatest fashion there where one of the uh, the 'er ne'er-do-well ghosts is just like, that one time when I did that thing by accident and you were cool about it. <laughs> yeah, you. I, I He's love just it. You like, gotta, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I love that though because it speaks to Car- Clarence's character in the ghost world. Because at the beginning of this episode, yeah. you think it might be leaning on that side of like, oh, he's going to be that like charming guy that just says all the right things and he, he's going to turn evil, you know? Yeah. He comes off. I was thinking of the same thing is he's like too good. Like a real, like finishes each other's sandwiches type, uh, yeah. Prince Hans from frozen. I, I was certain that he was going to go that way. Cause he's so dang smooth the whole time. You know, like the first, mm-hmm. one of the first things he says when they're introducing him with ghost princess on like his, not his grave, it's just sitting on someone's grave. Um, and he's like, some of us still want to feel, you know, the vital magnetism of life, the vibrating energies that connect all living things and non-living beings. Mm-hmm. It's, he's got a lot of great. deep, yeah, he's got, a, I mean, I guess he's had plenty of time to think about, you know, the cosmos and deep thoughts while he's been dead, maybe, but this, so it, I, I don't know. It does open up a deeper thought that I had, um, kind of like Clarence's, positivity and niceness and brazenness um, is, is a theoretically speaking that I have over here okay. that you die. And if you die and become a ghost, which I, again, I've actually assumed that all people in this warrior kingdom, uh, because all they actually had crystals growing out of as their tombstones, um, that all of these, the warriors um, of this warrior kingdom, whatever it's called, um, are ghosts until they figure out how they were murdered. Um, and that's why crystals are growing on the battlefield for those that um, died in battle. That's why Ghost Pea's uh, grave is a crystal with her crown in the middle. And Clarence's is in the, ne'er-do- Clarence's is in the ne'er-do-weller's graveyard um, because he didn't die on the battlefield. And that's one, theoretically speaking, I had... Okay. The second one, as it pertains to his character, is that you actually flip-flop your personality in death. So Ghost Princess was, uh, Warrior Princess was brazen, bold, loving, adventurous, uh, all that kind of stuff when she died. And Ghost Princess in the afterlife is shy, timid, soft-spoken, um, insecure from what she kind of comes off as. And Clarence dies insecure, sad, lonely. And in the afterlife, he's all like Mr. Smooth, brazen, bold, confident, um, obviously helping 
you know, even the ne'er-do-wellers so that he, I don't know, it, it would make it harder to figure out how you died if you totally forgot who you were and even behaved opposite of who you were in yeah. life. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I like that second one a lot. I think that's a, a pretty cool theory. They, you know, they're certainly, they have no memory of their mortal life, sort of. It's it's like it can be invoked. There's there's a way to kind of get to that. It's like in them, within them, all the memories yeah. are. You just got to get to them. But Clarence, man, you know, he's he's my lovely of this episode. Some donkus. Nice. Some yeah, donkus. He's, again, like I was saying, he's so smooth, man. Like, in regards to how he died, uh, they're at the Spirit Waves concert. And it's just like, of course not. Uh, and and we might never, or sorry, of course not. We might never find out, but that's okay. Because right now in this moment, I'm feeling pretty sweetles. You know, like that. And then I've got a couple other favorites written down. Uh, I can imagine anyone, or I couldn't imagine anyone who would harm someone as beautiful as this. And then he says, uh, more beautiful than I can imagine in regards not to spirit waves as the princess thinks that he's talking about. Um, and then finally, our spirits must be entwined in the cosmic wheel of time. Yeah, that he was... Is, such a smooth I liked the cosmic wheel of time line for sure. Yeah. He's good. He's good, man. I, but so since we're talking about theoretically speaking, so let me go ahead and get into mine. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. So in my thoughts, I, I don't really think it's been that long since like Ghost Princess has died or even since Clarence has died. Obviously, mm-hmm. we saw Jake, but uh, I don't think... Ghost Haunt, the mortal playing uh, for very long. Ghost Princess is said to have been there for longer than almost everybody in the graveyard by Boilby. Uh, but she never met Clarence's ghost before, which is kind of odd. It's so close. It's They're in the same graveyard. And uh, we know Clarence and Jake had met each other as living beings in the memory of Clarence's death by the softy cheese. So in my mind, I don't think it's really been all that long. Since no, I don't. Either I don't one think of them so. have died. I don't think and so. I yeah, think, I think the the telling is that Jake is a full adult and has yeah. <laughs> saw Clarence die. It just seems to me like maybe this is like an intermediate phase before you, like you said, or like we were talked about before you go to the fiftieth dead world. But it's not one that's meant to last forever. It's it's one that's meant to kind of be temporary before you move on. Now, why the friends of um, not PB? From heat signature, yeah, those ghosts, the the those ghost ghosts. friends. Um, oh gosh, they had Marcy's ghosts. Yeah, they had names. Yeah. I can't remember them. Why they are still there? Why they're still ghosts? Who knows? I think you had mentioned maybe it was because they they were. Van- I don't know. I don't remember. No, I I definitely I see what you're saying too. Um, but uh, because Boydleby is in like when Finn like bangs on the grave to get him out, that ghosts probably have a choice of whether or not they want to you know, scour the world and figure out how they died. And if they get exhausted and, you know, kind of like Ghost Princess says, it's tormenting being in this like kind of floaty nowhere space um, that they can choose to just like chill in their graves if they want, yeah. you know, and they, they like kind of give up and just be like, I'm tired of, of I'm just going to be a searching ghost. for the answers. I'm just going to be a ghost. I'd, maybe, yeah. maybe that's, maybe that's Marcy's ghost. Oh, that's interesting. I can, they like I can figured see out that. how to have fun with it and suck people's guts out of their butts, you know? Yeah. And that almost, maybe that almost happens with, uh, with ghost princess. She kind of accepts it. She's like, well, she falls back in love with Clarence, you know, mm-hmm. and is okay with becoming or staying a ghost for the rest of her life. Yeah. Well, he's um, definitely got the best hookup like house. He's got a whole mausoleum to himself <laughs> in, <laughs> Uh, which is funny that he, apparently, I guess he never goes back to his grave anyway, if he's got his own mausoleum, but that's not his grave, you know? Yeah. He, he certainly was the comp, like you're saying, the confident ghost who's just going out and enjoying the world and be like, well, you know, I can't be dead, but, or I can't be in heaven, but at least I can enjoy my time as a ghost. Yeah. Make the best yeah, of exactly. it. Exactly. No, I think, I think Clarence was on my potential lovelies list here. Really? But it came in with a last minute uh, surprise lovely here. Oh. The host of Spirit Waves. 
Really? The, okay, first of all, why? he's got this hilarious design with like long, lanky legs and like a super short only head torso. Yes. But yeah. why he won the lovely of this episode is the fact of me just thinking that there is a center for ghost community outreach out there and that this guy is all about it. He is just yeah. at that center doing ghost community outreach all the time. Ghoststates.com. And that he has a side hustle. (laughs) He has a side hustle. I I only am assuming this, obviously. Some sort Uh, of an advertising. (laughs) I think he's plugging his own website. Uh, into you think so? okay. into the performance because like I just picture like a Parks and Rec like Tom from Parks and Rec where he's always like plugging his businesses into yeah. the community events that this guy was like totally doing the same and I was like yep that's my backstory for him and he's my lovely I think he might secretly be a bad guy he's the one who's down there like forcing everybody like it's okay be a ghost don't move on to the afterlife like you're, oh, you're good stay maybe, on this mortal plane maybe well so, i mean at you're, least you're he's, lovely might he's be getting evil. those ghosts that have given up a chance to enjoy their ghost community instead of just okay. laying around That's fair. Uh, you know maybe i see what you mean though being like no like sit where you are um, yeah <laughs> so may i may maybe some hidden uh hidden bad intentions there potentially. did you did you go check out ghostdates.com I did check out ghostdays.com. Guys, pause the podcast right now. Pull up ghostdays.com because it is just a gif of the spirit waves dancing on a website page. And somebody oh, yeah. owns that right now. And I think it is incredible. That's It's pretty great. <laughs> it is pretty great. Um, Man. So, well, Ali so, tried to call me out and be like, "Those they're going to be your, your sexy character, aren't they? The, the spirit waves. And I was like, no, of course not. Warrior clan- Princess is my sexy character. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I was, as soon as you got the real life uh, look at her before she got stabbed, yeah. I was like, that's going to be Russell's love or a uh, sexy character. Not oh, really. of course. You know, and I'd, it's kind of a neat story. Like she, they both love each other, but she's fighting and he is too for her and his kingdom. Um, but then it's that like star-crossed lovers thing, you know, and, and they embrace and she doesn't try to kill him and, and he kind of doesn't hesitate as she does and stabs straight through her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a, it's a great love story. It's a great episode overall. I've got lots more to say about it. I'm about to dive in. And if we get started, we're not going to end up with time to take okay. a quick breather. Because <laughs> it's yeah, going to be like a, 40 minutes before we're like, oh, shoot. Yeah, let's we take a minute. so much. This episode was brought to you by Cheesy Poofs. The cheesy treat, you just can't beat that puff stuff. Gotta feel your gut and start the fart and bust your donkus, you silly dongus. Now available as Cheesy Poofs Softies. Welcome back from the very quick break there. Oh, yeah. And it was a good one. A little cheesy puff, cheesy. And I, I'm actually glad your your cheesy puff ad that you did made me think about something. Um, oh, we'll, what did we'll you dive think into, about? Well, no, we'll dive into that a little later. Oh, well, I'll later. get to it. Okay. I, d- right. I did want to hit you with um, something I found that was really cool about this episode. Um, I did mention that there is some canon now about um, Warrior Princess and Clarence being in the 50th Dead World. But before uh, Distant Lands was released, there was a non-canon Adventure Time comic book series where um, they kind of follow Clarence and Ghost Princess into the afterlife Clarence actually abandons Ghost Princess for a bunch of other uh, hot ghosts oh, that no. proves that he was an actual sumdonkus. Um, and that Ghost Princess actually revives herself into the real world and becomes uh, like a ghost hunter and like partners up with Cherry Chris and Harry Chris, what? who okay. I'm not quite sure who those people are, yeah. to create a, the Ghost Destroyers, a team of ghost hunters. Well, we know they're not vampires because vampires cannot defeat ghosts. Yes. Yes, like they rock, can. like rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, I guess, With, yeah. And then we'll figure out what's, I, I guess, heat signature is what beats, beats ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what we said in that episode, what what beats ghosts. I guess um, it's ghost destroyers now, but. <laughs> well, that's, that's awesome. I kind of love that. Yeah, I was, I, I was a little bummed that that's actually not canon, though, because that's kind of a really cool like full circle story there. Yeah, that is. Well, I was so curious because in my mind, like the ne'er-do-well ghost, like what do, what do you do? How do you take on a ghost when you're in a situation like that? 
what is your plan of action? Because as we learned again in his signature that vampires can't be ghosts, um, when was it Finn tried to do a vampire kick or something or yeah, and goes like right, yeah, they they kind of have that choice of whether that like they can choose when you phase through them or when they phase through you and when they can actually like suck your brain out. See, that's that's wild, man. So I asked a couple on on Instagram, uh, Never Ending Adventure cast or podcast on Instagram. I asked our followers just for a few answers of kind of like what they thought would be like the scariest or creepiest beings that come across in the verse. Um, and a couple, just the three answers that off the top of my head, we got the magic man. So the one that turned Jake into a foot, uh, I guess his name is just magic man, right? Yeah. It's just Matt. Yeah. Matt, we'll get more magic man later for magic sure. Magic man. Uh, <laughs> Prismo, which we haven't met yet, but I've Ooh. seen. Ooh. Yeah. But Prismo is so good though. But, yeah, Prismo could for sure beat Ghost. He's just not scary. Then besides the deer, which the deer's got to be up there, but I, I thought Dude, the deer like was kind of awesome. Top three Adventure Time villains, <laughs> I think, yeah. in terms of just like horrifying. It's a shame he doesn't really... I mean, he comes back as we talked about in that episode, but not like in a major way. Yeah. Um, and besides other obvious answers, the Temple of Egress. And then this person said that they can't wait till we get there. Yeah, Ooh, that's, I mean, such a, that's a good kind of deep episode, like a yeah. very like some comedic humor, but not like a ton. So okay. when it, it gets good, gets good, it gets the real good. Yeah, well, I'm excited about that. But do you have well, a do you have a creature from Ooh that you're most terrified? I think ghosts are probably it for me. Um. Oh man, I'm trying to think about some of like I I hate the Worm King. I think the Worm King is just creepy as hell. And we'll get there, but like, dude. Is that the one from the end of the episode that was like, yes, come here. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, it's that one. And and it pops me. up one Hug more me. time. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna open up a thousand theoretically speakings for you when he comes back. Okay. But I hate the worm king. And it's yeah, yeah that's that creepy. would be way more of my nightmare than yeah, fighting he was a ghost. Weird. But oh, well, good. I had some some things about this episode that I did love. And it's kind of like we've gotten this maybe out of season three a little bit, but it's more about the intentionality of the writing and the the art in this episode. Because yeah. there is, first of all, the concept of like the full, full circleness that they start with like, okay, cool, Jake hates cheese dogs. Like, why is that a big deal? And they full, full circle it all the way back to the beginning. I think that that's just a really yeah. clever way of writing. Great. Um. It just reminds me it, pretty much like it, Arrested Development's like the master writing of that show of, of going crazy storylines and then coming back to the beginning. And it just like yeah. kind of answers all the questions. But it, with continuity in that, like you have to have continuity to do a um, a full episode that's full circle. But if you look, there's like a really cool, almost like Easter egg style that when like Finn's uh, shaking just like, the bones of a ghost he thought was dead. And it, you know, it does turn out to be Clarence's grave that I had to go back and watch. You see that there's no rib cage on the skeleton. IE when, then when you see Clarence dead in the uh, squeezy Mart, that the cheese burst out of his chest. So yeah. that's why he has no ribs. Uh-huh. That when Jake picks up the skeleton hand and takes the little ring and puts it in his like fold pocket. Yeah. Um, that that is the arm of Clarence. And I think it was holding on to the ring that he was going to propose to warrior princess with. Oh man. I yeah. said, I was like a deep find. I was like, Oh my gosh, I think that is meant for ghost or warrior princess. Um, and then what you mentioned, what I, what I said, the cheesy poofs that he's eating it. It is a reference to him liking cheese a lot, i.e. his death by cheese. So okay. really cool. Mm. I think just like, they really intentionally thought about this episode yeah. in hiding little things that would like lead you to believe Clarence was that uh, some donkus, you know? Well, I, I really like this episode. I really don't have many complaints at all about the writing for this episode. I, I think it was a fantastic cartoon episode. I mean, like, you know, in my opinion, just from what we've seen of Adventure Time, it's already topping a lot of, what I've seen on Cartoon Network. I, I'm super impressed with this show already. But my one complaint from this episode, and it's such a minor one, 
it's Jake at the beginning when Ghost Princess comes in and she says she's doomed to haunt this mortal plane. And Jake kind of out of nowhere is just like, let's hear more about that, honey. It just feels a little <laughs> too for it's just like, oh, that sounds like a plot. Let's do that. What's going on with you? <laughs> you know? Like, I don't it's know. True. It was so much well, for me. The the fact you mentioned that a uh, Jake Jake in this episode is my tops. Okay. Wow. Just I think it's his like he kind of is acting like stoned the whole time. And um, he's like uh, super calm and dismissive the whole time. When he's like, when she's like, I'm haunting you. He's like, oh, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> when Clarence is professing his love for Ghost Princess, Jake looks at him and just like thumbs up and goes, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and he does seem kind of stoned. At the end, in the same inflection that he also did it when they were... Uh, when it was the um, hunting for apples episode, what is it? Um, Apple thief. Yeah. When he said, "I didn't know it was wrong." It was like the same inflection. Did it again? Yep. Did I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I didn't it, know it, it was wrong. Very... It's like the perfect excuse for Jake. He just loves that, huh? Now, do you, do you really think with Jake in that instance that he actually didn't know it was wrong, and he's learning this? It does seem off that he like hangs out with Finn, who's like. Mr. Good and Mr. Righteous. Yeah. That he would not know these things. But then I was going to ask you, like, I guess is 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 grave robbing like a moral gray area for people? I dude, I was going to say to be fair, my biggest issue is the digging up the princess. That I think that was what was messed up. Like I don't I don't know what I, I don't know. I don't know what the moral gray area is there to answer your question, but I just think it's just weird and also creepy to disturb a grave. And I wouldn't yeah. want to be the one to do it. And Finn as the hero does it, you know, I mean, to solve the mystery, certainly he finds the rinse to finish the clearance on the knife, the rinse part of the knife. But I don't know, man, I, I don't think you're, I don't really love grave robbers. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I wasn't saying it is a moral gray area for me. I was saying, is that a moral gray area? Oh, I know you've been doing people? it. I know you oh, do it yeah. on the weekends. <laughs> how, do you, how do you think I've just been making all this bank, man? Yeah, dude. No wonder you were able to afford a house in Atlanta. Good grief. In this economy? <laughs> in this economy, you got to go back to the dead people. <laughs> no, I do, well, I do know. I mean, I would say it's, and it's happened before, I'm pretty sure, when, like, in, in terms of, like, solving crimes, they will investigate a yeah. body that has been buried. So I know that that's like in Finn's world, it doesn't really go into like anything immoral. Um, but like, I guess grave robberies like happen through, have happened throughout all history. Yeah, so for sure. And I'm sure it's not psychotic people that are doing it. I'm sure they're relatively like, they definitely don't have a moral compass or i mean uh, shoot if yeah. you're if you're a pirate it's just like part of the job description right like yeah i would assume so they just assume you've done it before so i i don't know i couldn't imagine man i i'd hope i never have to be in a situation where digging up a grave is the answer you know yeah, yeah exactly well and then who knows i i'm i'm hoping that jake didn't dig up all that stuff because it was like a soda can a marble a button uh, mm -hmm. One diamond, but it was there was a skull. So I was like, maybe, hopefully, he just picked that up around the graves and wasn't actually digging. So. Truly, if either one of us end up having to dig up a grave eventually, we could we could honestly say say that our lives are like a fart and and mean it, you know. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I any would of feel us that way, <laughs> if we My resort to like that. I don't think we'll be we'll be podcasting if we're resulting to that. So. It's funny that I, I will say Jake is great. This whole episode is so good, quote wise. There are so many lines, like half of my notes are just quotes yeah. from this episode. But my life is like a fart. Is so funny that at the squeezy mart he says that, and Jake just just is like, "What? What did you <laughs> he say?" Pokes his head over the counter. He's like, I just got so intrigued. I mean, that is such an intriguing thing to say. My life is like a fart. And Jake was all, he's like, all right, tell me more. Like, who's this guy? What's going on with this? I know. Dude? Just it, it's so funny. They throw in at least two adultisms in here of let's go do private things in my private mausoleum. Yeah. Was definitely one to go over kids' heads. And then the fact that he's like straight up, it's mirroring like 
a drunk person being sloshed at a gas station. (laughs) Oh yeah. He's wasted. It's, it's dark, man. It's, it's actually like he's, he's so drunk that he drinks himself to death. Like that's kind of a very, when you dig into it, I'm not going to dig into it too deep. You know, I don't dig into graves, but it's, uh, it's, it's a dark little theme at the end there. It kind of is. And Jake has to face the trauma. Like he's like, it's kind of interesting that his trauma of that situation is I don't want to eat softy cheese, but really it should be so much more than that. It should know? be more like, than that. But I think because of all of the adventuring and all the death that's around him and Finn all the time, he's kind of numb to it. I have friends that work in the medical field and they tell me these stories of things that they've seen and situations they've been in and they're just, they're kind of numb to it. And I think it allows them to think level-headedly when one of those crazy situations appear. But for Jake, you know, he had to have some sort of a, a not a solace, but a, a way to get past what he had seen. And, and that was like, I'm done with cheese. Uh, it was inside of it. It was like a subconscious coping mechanism almost. Yeah. But also like the most obvious one, like why would you want to eat cheese after that happens? You after know, it like, exploded it all over you. you. Yeah. So is this Finn being a, a teenager like drinking by the fire with his brother. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but I guess so. Just getting some alcoholic hot dogs. Yeah, I, I like that. That sounds fun. I, I'll I'll do some alcoholic hot dogs for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no man. doubt. I'm about that life. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd say overall, weirdly enough, I wasn't super pumped for this episode. I've watched it through several times, but it took me going through it twice, like picking up on the lines, digging in deep and being like, wow, this was well-written, well-scripted, uh, well-animated, like Hamburger Hills as a, you know, I would yeah. assume it was, and again, I have a thousand theoretically speakings now from this episode, which I love, but was Hamburger Hills Cemetery built around it? Because I think it was like all these warrior people that died uh, in battle or whatever. Yeah, maybe and, so, or- that are like people that have had too many hamburgers, I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess just, so. It's like a McDonald's. Overconsumption is a there. commonality amongst, amongst these people. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I love, man, I just love the quotes in this episode. She describes the Hamburger Hills as the cradle of her despair, which is just such a, it's so great. And I will say this, I learned that for my tombstone, when I pass, hopefully years and years and years from now, um, to maybe give hints of what I want on my tombstone because hers just says female and that female. sucks. That totally sucks. You know? Yeah. Again, that's, that, that leads to my theoretically speaking of it appeared as a crystal where she died because she died in battle, but somebody came along or they just said this was a female that died here. Yeah. That's gosh, that's rough. And she had a crown on like they, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> whatever she did yeah she had her ghost crown and the the crown was in the grave but it was also in the crystal so in, in, interesting interesting yeah. I, I don't know some part of me wanted to dig even deeper and be like was sir slicer and all of like the uh the armor guys were they part of this like warrior clan that hmm. Has has now disseminated and gone out into the grasslands. Yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking about that because she's warrior princess, so presumably over other warriors versus just like this is her kingdom sort of a thing. So I wonder what Clarence yeah. was. I wish we had a little bit more clues to to key into that. Like if Clarence was, uh, I don't know, you know, like gladiator king or something like that, or gladiator yeah. prince. Well, that it's cool really to see his his skeleton, the fact that he has broken off antlers. That's part another part of my continuity is that you see that you think they're horns coming out, but it's actually Clarence's antlers off yeah. of that skeleton. So he definitely is in some sort of other realm of yeah. creatures that they were battling for some reason. Dude, a little, great a character design. Story. Clarence is such a great looking character. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was going to ask, have you ever seen the music video for Sugar We're Going Down. Oh, gosh, it's been so long. I haven't seen that since like middle school, dude. I know. Well, it makes You're me have to think, remind me. It makes me think that they did this character design off of that music video. Because one, he's got like a little hipster earring on, which just 
screams like pop punk emo vibes. But yeah. in that video, um, the main character is this kid who has antlers who falls in love and the dad doesn't approve. But he's wearing a like zip up puffy vest in the video, which is exactly what Clarence is wearing. So I oh, was like, man. is this like a cool fallout boy call out there, you know? Oh, maybe so. That's kind of cool. You got to, man, I'm, I wasn't big enough in the pop punk, so I'm glad one of <laughs> us was to be able to I know. see well, that. Some people will kill me and, and be like, Fall Out Boy, it's not pop punk. They they, they just went they full were pop. pop punk. They were pop punk, uh, yeah. first couple albums. But even but in I'm, my opinion, I, I have a bad opinion on pop punk. I'm not the biggest fan. Uh, it's, and and it's Green okay. Day is not pop punk in my opinion. So Green Day was like the original pop punk. That's Green they and Blink. They were Blink-182, right? But I, I yeah. think, in my opinion... Green Day, especially early Green Day, is like California punk, right? That was kind of a genre. Like the Offspring were well, also technically kind of Canadian. California punk. Cana- I guess they're Canadian punk. Um, it was Green, Green Day? Day. Green Day's Canadian, yeah. Oh well, they grew up in in California. Yeah, I think I'm no, I think uh, was this Billy Joe Armstrong is is from Canada. So I maybe maybe just Canadian influenced California punk. Oh man, I'm gonna spend the next couple of minutes while we're on this podcast looking that up because I <laughs> don't. Uh, there's no no, way. no no distraction. We'll bring it for next week. Bring it for next week. All right, fine. We'll we'll talk about it next week. We we'll, we won't. Well, I've got I've got a question for you because like okay. we already talked about it. I had a Jake mistake again. That was the whole like he should have known the difference between right and wrong. Did you have any other Jake mistakes? No, In not a one? chance, man. Okay. Great episode. No mistakes. I, the only mistake is being too, like not being creative enough about how we're going to go about creating this plot. Oh, so just, <laughs> that's not just, his fault. He's the, he's the ex machina now. Like, how do we progress this plot? And Jake just yeah. goes, here's the perfect question to do it. <laughs> well, I also definitely Ned, see that. Just, just so you know, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong went to a, what is it? Pinole, Pinole High School, Pinole Valley High School in California. So wait, what? Yeah, dude, get out of here with that. He's not I, Justin Bieber. I could have sworn. I don't know. Maybe I'm think I'm probably getting something mixed up there. I don't know why I thought they were from Canada. Dude, you're not a real Green Day head. I'm really not. Dookie <laughs> head. You're not a real Dookie head. I I'm in the what I call post hardcore pop punk, which is like everything like 2007 and on was my big, oh, wow. big stuff. So yeah. yeah, I missed like the the very early days. I, I mean, I, I was in like second grade. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I got in the green day. I want to say like right when American Idiot came out. This is not, this is, this is an adventure time podcast. We're so sorry, y'all. No tangents. No tangents. Um, now, do you have any lessons for me? I've got um, three lessons as I always do. Okay. First is use funny words. It makes for a better story and a better life. Um, I literally, I, I think this show makes me do it and I, I, I love it. I'm just like, why are you dingling my berries, man? Like, why are you chonking my bonk? Like, <laughs> just do like whatever comes to mind, just say it as yeah. long as it's not derogatory. <laughs> the second okay. is, I think I want to die by an overconsumption of nacho cheese now. Like, wow. Kinda, That's a way to go, man. I don't I'm, know. It's so bad for you, but I I love cheese sauce, like chili cheese dogs, nachos. Like it's great. And when so, when like, did you get out of? When did you grow up out of the like spray can soft cheese phase oh, of your life? Weird squeezy cheese, like out of yeah. a can. I actually never even liked that as a kid. Because that's got to be what this is, right? The soft. No, cheese. I think it's the well. What Finn's using is like squeezy cheese. And then, yeah, they are at the Squeezy Mart, but it's coming out of a machine. So I, well, I just imagine think of like what they have on their hot cheese. dogs has got to be. I yeah, but know. like on a hot dog, yeah, I, it, again, it makes me think of like nacho cheese. Okay. Like out well, of the, the big industrial sized can of nacho yeah. cheese. Well, when did you get out of your soft cheese life, not including nacho cheese, just the, uh, the spray can of cheese? God, so just or just in general, like cheesy sauce stuff. Well, did you ever buy um, that? Did y'all ever buy your mom ever buy the softy cheese? She did not buy softy cheese. Weirdly enough, no. Yeah, I would say my, my friend did, but not mine. Yeah, I, well, I haven't had any dairy, maybe except for like butter that I used to cook. I haven't had dairy in like seventy-two days. So okay. Well, um, I wouldn't imagine as an adult you're still buying canned cheese. I, I don't I would know. Hope not. I don't know how they're marketing that stuff. I don't know who's like 
just Someone's constantly out there buying cheesy, cheesy spray. Yeah. The cheese is so accessible. You can do so many other things. <laughs> like you can Someone literally knows. just get cheddar cheese crack. You could go get Lunchables for God's sake. Like do that yeah. instead. I need to start buying Brie, man. Brie's like the best cheese for, in my opinion, and I never buy it. I don't know really. I, it, I I love a good like. It's got to have stuff in it. It's got to be. It is kind of like that cheesy sauce. Once you like melt it, put a little honey on it, do it mm. with a cracker, mm. do it with a nice like off dry riesling or something like that. Yeah. Uh, my third lesson, because <laughs> we don't tangent about cheese. Um. Oh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Now I want to tangent more and say, when was the last time you bought squeezy cheese? Because you had oh, so many never. questions about never it. Never in my life. And, and okay, I didn't no know proof. if you had questions because you no were receipts. like sneakily hiding squeezy cheese in your kitchen. Hell no, nah, dude. I buy Cheez-Its. I'll tell you, tell you that much. Oh, I buy Cheez-Its the all the damn time. That's yeah. the jam. Uh, I learned that there is no, or there is, sorry, not that there is no such thing. There is a such thing as too much soft cheese. There's, there's a way. There's a limit. There is the a limit. Yeah. Typically when your ribs burst out of your chest. Oh, there's a limit before that. You know, when... when <laughs> When the guy who's selling you the cheese is just like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, you, you should go home. <laughs> that's the that's, indicator. That's the indicator that, like, you've had too much softy cheese. Yeah, when you get cut off. Waiter! Uh, um, it reminds me of the SpongeBob movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which... I'm trying when to they're getting part. drunk on the, the Sundays. On the Sundays. The, the oh, yeah, yeah, when they get cut off. Waiter! From- Waiter! Oh, that's uh, yeah. I forgot. I haven't watched SpongeBob. Maybe we Dude. do a special on SpongeBob movie. Yeah, I think we do a for one. a special that no one will listen to. Yeah, <laughs> special. Hey, <laughs> it's fun. at least it's SpongeBob movie. It fits yeah, into the might. world of like yeah, Scooby Doo did, but definitely fits into like this generation, like that same Adventure Time so. generation fan base. So maybe Man, so. I, I would totally be down for an episode on that. Maybe at the end of season three, we do. Oh yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, last lesson, and then we'll get to yours. It's just. Find your cosmic entwined person. Like life won't be so tormenting, you know? Yeah. And I, I agree with that. Like literally, I, like that. I love the fact that they are tormented in this afterlife, but they find somebody that makes it not so tormenting. And I, I, I don't know. I thought that was a great message in this episode. Yeah, that is a good message, man. What about you? Well, What's your lessons? That's my, my only lesson is that there's a such <laughs> thing as get- too much softy cheese. When you get cut off from the cheese sauce, that is too much damn cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing I learned is like, if you ever find yourself in the world of ooh, and like you're trying to move on to the afterlife or whatever, you want some sort of religion, like just be a good person. It's all works-based. Like everything. (laughs) Yeah. It all just depends on what you do. So uh, that's the way they go if you're in ooh. Um, But that's not really a lesson that's applicable to myself, other than no. hold off on the cheese. <laughs> then hold off on the cheese. Well, aside from lessons, I want to hear your recs this week. Oh, man. My rec is, again, we're in the most thankful time of the year. We're in, we're in November. And my recommendation to everybody is to go out there, tell somebody you're thankful with no context. Just tell them, tell them that you're thankful for them. Nice. And, I like that, man. Don't give them a reason. Just be like, no, man. I'm I'm thankful for you. Nice. I love that. That's that's like the opposite of my recommendation. So I feel oh. bad now. Well, you should. Did that ha- wait, did that happen to you like recently? Did somebody do it for you or? No, I'm just just being thankful. Nice. Is this because we're get, like we've it's, are about it's to cross? November. It's the most thankful time of the year. Yeah, we're about to cross into the Thanksgiving season threshold. Oh, we're there. We're I, there. Most people who are like people are obsessed with like October and Halloween. And that starts in September for some people. Some people are skipping Thanksgiving. This is yeah, my no, issue. That's bullshit, I get, for sure. I get pissed about people skipping Thanksgiving because it is one of my favorite holidays. Yeah. Because it's just ah, you just just such a thankful time of the year, you know? I don't really yeah. have a good reason for it, but it's just fun to be thankful. Um, it's a it's a great week. Like, the whole weekend, I feel like, of Thanksgiving is great. Like, oh yeah. Family, you did the big meal, food. It kicks it off. The next day is usually spent with like the remainder of the family, like walking off your food hangover. Yeah. And then the whole weekend following, first of all, Georgia Tech, Georgia game, which is great. Oh, so um, great. And it, it's the kickoff to kind of the the Christmas season. So it's kind of like 
Yeah. It's still the Thanksgiving season, but everybody just kind of gets a little bit of that first sprinkle of Christmas spirit. And like, I think that that's, it makes Thanksgiving exciting, but yeah. not doing it prior. Not, not being like, I put out my Christmas tree on November 1st. Yeah, I'm I'm not about it. Uh, it became a point of contention with an old roommate of mine, uh, she whose name shall not be spoken. Um, and, you know, it, it wasn't really mad about it, but it just, <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything even as a joke. Oh, God. Just say that. <laughs> That's like the most roommate argument I've ever heard. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, some people just really love Christmas and I just wasn't ready for it. <laughs> yeah. But you got, yeah, just, I mean, you want to soak up fall as a season and fall yeah, in, totally, man. in Georgia, Tennessee, it kind of fall ends in like December technically yeah. and think fall kind of ends in mid-January in Atlanta. So yeah. soak up the fall, you know. What's your rec, man? My rec, uh, weirdly, I've got a anti-rec, which leads to my rec. My anti-rec is the new Hellraiser movie on Hulu. Wow. I'm all for a good scary movie. I'm all for a good gory movie. And the new Hellraiser was like pretty disgusting. Like it takes a lot for me to like actually need to look away from a screen. Yeah. And yeah, if you know if that's your thing, go watch it. But like, I'm I'm a fan of all the Saw movies, and like that, it even was a little too much. So why that leads into my wreck is because I was like, I need something to clean my eyes out, and so we've been on another kick of trashy TV this week, trashy reality TV. So we are watching another season of Are You the One on oh, Netflix. Nice. So that's my wreck. Wow, have you seen all of Love Island? If you haven't seen Love Island UK, yeah, no. you, you should do that. Is that one on Netflix too? Oh, dude. Yeah. The, okay. the UK... Actually, no, it's on Hulu. Um, but the UK first two or three seasons of Love Island are trashy and wild. It's like... I think, it's UK TV, you know, and yeah, it's also so it's before just like it, it was popular. the limits, yeah. Oh, it's past the limit. It's like it's before the show is popular in the UK, I think. And so no one was like, there wasn't like a, oh, you can get famous from this show. And so people are just like being crazy. It's, it's doing very and, and most of these like directs to stream things, like, yeah, there's like Netflix won't put like uh, nudity in shows or whatever, but like they can pretty much push it past like cable TV restrictions. So, um, especially the yeah. British, especially the British. You have no, we won't rip on the British. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry, over there. Across the the pond, if if anybody's listening in the UK, Uh, that's offensive. (laughs) Did you know? Get out of here. (laughs) I'm sure they make fun of my accent all the time, too. All right, let's end this podcast. This is going too far. Let's send it home. Where can all of our lovely travelers follow us? Yeah, I love even even the lovely had a little bit of a British. uh, I love where can all our lovely travelers follow us, bruv. Yeah, so y'all can uh, check us out at Neverending Adventure Podcast. Unless you're British, then I uh, understand if you won't. Uh, TikTok <laughs> at Neverending like Adventure at least Cast. Three, three listeners. Yeah, Twitter at NEA underscore podcast. Email us your thoughts, your opinions to the Travelers Log at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. Thank you so much. I love you, especially if you're British. Love the Beatles. They're one of my favorite bands. Uh, Zeppelin's amazing as well. Um, and yeah, I just, I love you more than Ned does. And uh, party forever. <laughs> Oh, I loved you guys. Every one of you. I promise. <laughs>